listening to Behind the Episode of Divorce Happy Hour. My name is John Knocklinger, one of the co-hosts of Divorce Happy Hour, and also one of the co-owners of New Jersey Divorce Solutions, Previt Knocklinger, a divorce and family law firm in Edison, New Jersey. This is the inaugural episode of Behind the Episode, where we're going to go into a prior episode that we recorded and provide a little bit more meat about one issue that was raised during the episode that either Christina or I feel needs to be fleshed out just a little bit more. And I'm going all the way back to episode number one, which we recorded, I don't even know when, probably, I don't know, April 2019 maybe? I don't really know. So that whole episode was about the beginning of the divorce process. We talked about things you need to do to prepare for the process, what to expect. But I have been really talking a lot about how you should go about starting the process. In fact, I did an entire webinar on this exact topic. And if you go to our YouTube page, so just go to YouTube search uh, NJ Divorce Solutions and you'll find our YouTube page. I did a whole webinar on divorce in New Jersey and it really is about how to get divorced. So today I just really want to talk a little bit about the ways you should start the process. Now, with some exceptions, you should never file a complaint for divorce without trying to resolve your case first. Period. If you go to any attorney who tells you that's how you do things. You go and you file a complaint, and that's what you do. Run. Run as fast as you can away from that attorney. Because they are setting you up for your case to cost more money, for there to be more acrimony, and for you to lose the ability to dictate how your case is going to proceed. And that might come as a shock to some of you, because you may think, oh, I have to file a complaint for divorce. That's how we do things. No, that's not how you should do things. So how should you do things? It's easy for me to tell you how you shouldn't. Let's talk about how you should. So what you should do is you should have your attorney write a letter to your spouse saying, hey, I've been retained. Please go and find your own attorney. And then what's going to happen there is you're going to have a dialogue between two attorneys on how to resolve the case without getting the court involved. That is what you want to do. So my, the letter I would write would just say, you know, hi, John Smith, I've been retained by Jane Smith, and it's our hope that we can resolve this case as quickly, efficiently, and inexpensively as possible. Please go and retain somebody so that we can accomplish that task. So once they go and retain somebody, um, then we're going to have a discussion between the attorneys on how we should go about trying to resolve the case. Now that could mean that we engage in a back and forth in terms of settlement proposals, which I really don't like because let's be honest here, letter writing campaigns are kind of not the most ideal situation in the world because you send a letter, you wait three or four days or four or five or six or seven, you get a response and then you've got to discuss it with your client and then you got to write another letter. And I mean, who wants that? That is just such a waste of money. 
I can't even tell you. So um, that's one way of doing it. The other way, there's two, a couple other ways. Another way of doing it is to have a four-way conference. And this is where you and your attorney and your spouse and their attorney would just sit around a table and go through the issues one by one and hopefully reach some kind of agreement. Now, this is a really good way to resolve things. Um, it, it People resolve things all the time by doing it that way. And that's a very effective way of resolving things. Now, I've represented many, many people over the years who just weren't really comfortable with that arrangement for any number of reasons. And uh, particularly if you just found out like your spouse was cheating on you or, you know, there's just some like really difficult thing that's going on where you really don't want to uh, be looking at them while you're talking about resolution of your divorce, um, you know, sitting across the table might not be the best thing in the world, but certainly an option. So another thing you can do, and this is my favorite, is you can go to mediation. Now mediation, we did a whole episode on this, and uh, let me see if I can tell you what episode it was. I'm sitting here, let's see here. Um, we did an entire episode on mediation. Oh my god, I'm going to... I'm going to call myself a liar because I don't think we did one. Oh my gosh, I thought we did a whole episode on mediation. That means we're going to have to do one now. I guess we didn't do one on mediation. How about that? Well, mediation, for those of you that don't know, is where a neutral third party helps bridge the divide between you and your spouse so that you can re you can get divorced. Um, I do a lot of mediation personally, and... I really find it to be such an such a very pleasant experience because typically you're not in the same room with your spouse. You're in one room, your spouse and their attorney are in a different room. And the beauty of that is the mediator can be the bearer of bad news. They're the one that can go back and forth between the rooms and hopefully get you both to reach an agreement without you even having to look at each other, which I think is the best thing in the world, right? So, you know, we have this situation where you're, um, you're going back and forth and the mediator usually knows when the case is settled because they're the ones that are hearing everything that's going on, but you can say whatever you want to say, the good, bad, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the mediator will filter it, filter it between the rooms. Sorry, that filter didn't come out very good. Uh, we'll filter it between the rooms, and that is um, worth its weight in gold. Um, as opposed to you sitting across the table from your spouse and having to um, have that conversation with them. So um, that's a great way to proceed, because if you go to mediation before you ever get the court involved, you can have those conversations. You can really try to resolve all your issues. And most importantly, you can dictate when you go to mediation and how long you stay there. Some things you cannot do when you go to court. When you go to court, it's the court tells you you need to be in court on December 5th and you have to be there on December 5th. And you have to be there at 9 a.m. and you have to stay as long as the court wants you to stay, which typically is going to be quite some time. So mediation is definitely something that is much better. Now, do you need to do it with attorneys? No. 
but I would recommend that you do do it with attorneys, and here's why. You are going to encounter issues that come up in mediation that you're going to want legal advice on. The, me the mediator's job is not to give you legal advice. Some mediators will tell you will tell you what the law is, but they're not going to evaluate it based on whatever's going on in your life. So, you know, if you go to mediation and then all you do is you take out of mediation a bunch of maybes, well, I might agree to this amount of alimony, I might agree to this distribution of the house, but you have to take it to your attorney to review, what'd you just do in mediation? You just wasted your time. So bringing your attorney to mediation is much more efficient. And then you and your attorney can strategize while you're sitting there and talk about things. Because the ideal situation is you leave mediation with an agreement, and then guess what? You go and you have your attorney put together an agreement that crystallizes everything that you discussed and agree to a mediation. So that's really what we want to try to do here. Um, so anyway, that's, that's really how you should start a divorce. And I know on episode number one, we really talked about the beginning of the divorce, the things you need to start getting together, the documents, the mindset, all that good stuff. But I really want to really focus in on the process because so many people get confused of what they should be doing. Now, step one should be an attorney. Please do not try to do your divorce without an attorney. Even if you just go to an attorney to consult, in other words, you just pay an attorney an hour or two hours just to get some advice, do not try to get divorced without an attorney. Trust me, we deal with so many cases of people who were divorced without an attorney who did something screwy and now all of a sudden we got to deal with it and you just <laughs> you just spent a bunch of money to deal with things after the fact when you could have just spent that money during the divorce and gotten a better agreement so you know really when you're looking for attorneys and you're talking to people and this really goes regardless of where you are i know our podcast is geared towards new jersey divorce but it really doesn't matter where you are no matter what state, what situation you're in, really glare at anyone who tells you that you need to go straight to court. And that is what you need to do because that is not the case. It's really not the case. So anyway, um, that's our behind the episode of episode number one. So come back regularly. We will put, we put a new podcast up every Monday, a, a primary podcast. Um, our podcasts are also um, first heard these days on WCTC radio. That's AM 1450 in AM in uh, New Jersey. And you can go to WCTCAM.com on Wednesdays at 10 AM to hear uh, initial episodes of Divorce Happy Hour. But you can always come right here, wherever you're listening to us, either on DivorceNewJersey.com or Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. And you can get a great new episode of this show. We're going to try to post these behind the, behind the episode episodes. Is that a phrase? Behind the episode episodes um, at least once every week or two, um, probably on like Thursday. So anyway, I hope this was helpful. And um, if you have any questions, give our office a call. You can call us at 732-529-6937. You can also follow us on 
Facebook at PNLawNJ. You can follow us on Instagram at NJ underscore divorce. And you can also follow us on Twitter at NJFanLaw. We do a lot of social media, a lot of really good information. All right. Anyway, see you next time.